Good afternoon, welcome to Crux Investor. We're going to be speaking with uh, John Black, who's the CEO of Aldebaran Resources. It's a copper gold project down in Argentina. Hi, John, how are you? Doing well, thank you. Good. Now, we spoke recently about Regulus, one of your projects in um, Peru. Um, this is a spin out. So, why don't you give us a couple of minutes on you know, why you did that and you know, what you think you've got here? Okay, um, our, our team is a group that's been together. This is actually our third company on this. Our, our first company was Antares Minerals where we discovered a large porphyry, drilled it out and sold it to First Quantum. We spun Regulus out of that and fortunately have landed on another very exciting copper gold project called Anticorian Regulus. But in the meantime, we had some assets in, in Argentina that we'd parked while we focused on Anticori. And with increased, um, increasingly attractive investment environment in Argentina, we realized that those projects were sitting there, there wasn't much going on. And we explored the possibility of spinning out a new company. And when we looked at that, we felt we needed a stronger project in the mix in there. And a project we've been watching for quite a number of years called the Altar Project, a large copper gold porphyry system. It was held by Stillwater Mining and it was not a very good match for them. And we um, determined that it probably wasn't a core asset and we monitored that project and looked for the opportunity to acquire it. So when that came up and we, had, we signed an agreement with Sabani who had recently acquired Stillwater to acquire Altar, we had that extra piece we needed. So Aldebaran spun out from Regulus Resources based on projects we have in Salta province in the Northwest corner of Argentina and with a very important addition of the option to acquire up to 80% of the Altar Copper Gold project in central Argentina in the province of San Juan. How do you apportion, allocate time between the different projects that you've got going at the moment? One of the interesting challenges, when we, when we saw the opportunity to, to put our hands on Altar, um, we felt that we needed to do it. The opportunities there, these type projects are very hard to find anymore. Uh, these projects being what, in what sense? Well, these, these large uh, copper opportunities, um, ourselves and a number of other groups, um, Ross Beatty's Luma Copper Group, some of the Lundin groups, have done a very good job of identifying these opportunities, uh, drilling them out, showing that they're economically viable and selling to major mining companies. Mm -hmm. But we've, we've done such a good job that we, we're starting to clear the shelves. There aren't many more of these left. Our principal shareholder, Route 1, has been encouraging us in indicating that they will back us to put our hands on these opportunities when they're out there. So when Altar emerged and we saw we could get it at a very attractive terms, we decided that it was best to capture that deposit and form a second company on it. We're very conscious that that uh, stretches management, the same management to run two companies. So what we're doing right now is um, the our backers, Route One and others, uh, want to see us involved in both companies. They like the style we work. They're betting on us as a team as much as they're betting on the projects we source on this. And so what we're doing is, is strengthening our bench by adding additional senior management to, to allow us to have a stronger group and more people available and those people to be able to work between the two companies. Right, okay. And, and talking of Route 1, they, I mean, they're nearly 50% holders in this project. Um, I guess that's a factor of the amount of capital that went in initially. You, you spent about what, five million bucks this year on drilling. You've got somewhere in the region of twelve million bucks left in, in cash. 
Will you be needing going, needing to go to the market soon, and you know, will that allow you to actually get some more you know retail uh, in there? Yeah, the the way the this opportunity emerged um, required some some significant upfront capital to acquire the project. So it's fifteen million dollars in cash payments to initiate the project. So we raised thirty million dollars US. Um, almost entirely provided by Route 1 to get us started. So that resulted in them having a large substantial position in the, in the company. Sibanyi has a 19.9% interest in the company as well as part of the way we formed the agreement. And senior management has approximately 18%. So this, this one is a very tight vehicle. Uh, we will need to acquire additional funding as we move forward. We anticipate that much of that will come from the large existing shareholders but there will also be room for new shareholders to come in on this, this story as it, as it develops and emerges. That, that would be great. Well, I think, I think that would be good for the company as well in terms of driving, yeah. driving the share price up, get a bit more stock, floating stock out there. Okay, that, that's, that's fantastic. So, so again, tell, tell me a little bit about what, what the end game is here. I mean, I guess it's gonna be similar in, in, to regulars, but the, the potential here is a little bit larger, in fact, isn't it? Yeah, really, the, the type of companies that we've chosen to run is when you, when you start a junior company, you have to kind of look at where your niche fits best on this. And, and based on our experience and our access to, to large projects, what we've decided to, to run both originally with Antares, then with Regulus, and now as, as well as with Aldebaran, is where we identify a large project that we believe that with additional drilling, we can show the full size of the project and then additional uh, feasibility level activities, we can de-risk the project and show the best economic pathway forward on it. Um, so on, on our Hikira discovery with Antares, on the Antikori discovery that we have going with Regulus, those are both situations where we identified projects early that had some resource, but we believed had potential to grow substantially larger and they are and, and those will play out that way. Aldebaran's a little bit different in that there's over 100,000 meters of drilling. There's, there's over two and a half billion tons of resource identified right now. But the way that previous operators chose to present that was by bulking it out at a very low grade. And so they, they show an extremely large deposit at low grade. But what caught our eye on this is that we see distinct higher grade zones within this. And that's what we're actively um, exploring through a 5,000 meter drill program this year, as well as extensive relogging of the existing data to see if we can better define those higher grade zones and perhaps optimize a project around an initial higher grade activity to get a project generated, uh, but still not losing all that lower grade material that surrounds it. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at you know, page 13 of your PowerPoint. You know, you, you put yourself in there with some pr pretty big names either side of you in terms of you know, your resource size, we're in, we're in the billions of pounds here. I mean, that's, you know, obviously very attractive if you've got the money to develop that. And you feel that with your current shareholders, you're gonna be given the, the, the free, the, the, the runway to do that. Well, really what, what we try to do, where the, the niche that we uh, are best set to, to do ourselves on this is from that stage of discovery, through approximately pre-feasibility stage. So what we do is we try to show the size of the deposit and, and then show um, the best way to develop that project going forward. And then ideally, if we're on the right project and if we're at the right moment in the market, we, we end up having an opportunity that's presented that is very attractive to a major company. Major companies increasingly 
are are not having much success with their own with their own exploration teams on this. These are very hard projects to find, and they find narrow windows when they're in, in situations where they're able to acquire new deposits or even motivated motivated by their shareholders. It's ironically typically when metal prices are high, and they have a lot of cash flow that they want to go out and acquire projects. So ideal scenario for us is is that we drill a project like this out. We show where the higher grade zones, a, a better approach on how to, to, to um, develop the project on that. And if we're delivering that type of a product, uh, a large, economically attractive, de-risk project, right when major companies are looking to acquire them, we have that, that perfect storm. We, 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 we have that. So that's, that's ideally for our shareholders, it offers an earlier monetization event rather than waiting all the way through to development of mine. There, there are two periods of time when there's strong value added to it, from discovery to about pre-feasibility, and then again as a mine comes into production. But that gap in between can sometimes be long and sometimes be challenging on that. And so we, we prefer to pass the baton off to a company that specializes in building the mine and let them get their benefit from that. And the first quantum is acquisition of our Akira project was a perfect example. We're good at, at discovering them and drilling them out. Uh, they're very good at building them. So it was kind of a natural baton pass from us to them. Yeah, and if I look at your market cap, it's around 50 million bucks. It, it, it would seem, compared to some peers that we looked at before, before this conversation, it's, it's quite low. Do you think that's a factor of having too much institutional, not, not enough retail? I mean, wh why do you think the market is not paying attention to you? I think it's just very early in the story. We've only recently launched the project. Uh, we um, haven't really been able to table our own drill results yet on, on this project. Those will come in the next couple of months as we move forward and we'll begin to reveal the strategy. So I think it's, it's one that's just a little bit quiet and off people's radar screen right now. It's not uh, due to the, the strong concentration of shares. There's not a lot of uh, float that's available out there. But it, I don't think it'll take much interest in this company to, to get it back onto the map on this. So we're, uh, we, we think this is a perfect hidden gem for people to be watching for. No, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Um, and again, just sort of dealing with some questions from, from chat rooms and forums. Argentina, I mean, to me, you know, I've invested in some of the lithium projects up in the north. Uh, I think, you know, you, you've operated in South America. You're very comfortable with the mining environment and mining code in Argentina cause any problems? The mining code actually works pretty well in Argentina and the potential for discovery is quite great in, in a number of existing deposits that are in this case available for acquisition like we've done on. The challenges in Argentina are really more due to the economy and politics of the country. And uh, we, we see the, the country go through periods of time uh, where inflation's out of control and it's difficult to um, project how you would um, make a large capital commitment in the in the country. So there are windows of very good opportunities to invest and there, there are windows of time when it's not quite so good on that. It's a bit unfortunate because the potential is fantastic in Argentina. If they can get that straightened out, it would be an extremely good opportunity to for the country to move forward. And mining is in a, sort of an underdeveloped potential for them. They depend very much on their agricultural base on this, and but there are some very interesting mining opportunities in the country that would provide substantial benefits for the country going forward. Right, okay. And um, I know this is a slightly longer term play, as is Regulus, um, and I'm gonna ask you a difficult question. So if you could only pick one, which, which one would you pick? 
Well, you're, it's kind of like asking me who's my favorite child here. It's a difficult challenge on this. They're very similar plays on these. These are both long-term plays on copper gold. Both of them have a substantial gold component to them. I would say Regulus will probably develop a little bit faster. Uh, we're drilling more aggressively there on that project right now. And we're, we're driven a lot by the necessity for our immediate neighbors and the Sarah Corona mine down the, down the road to make transitions into larger mines in the not too distant future to avoid closure costs. So that, that has a more aggressive timeline on it and is, is likely to move more quickly. Um, I think there's probably deeper value opportunity in Aldebaran right now because it's a, it, it's, a, it's a very good asset. It's not well known to the market that we've put our hands on this and that we're moving forward. We're just getting that news out. So it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a better opportunity to get in earlier in Aldebaran uh, Regulus and the Antiquary project will probably move faster. Fantastic. Both children will be happy. Um, John, thanks very much for your time on that. Um, we, we will catch up in the, in the next couple of months and see how you're progressing. Some very interesting stories from South America. Um, so thanks again for your time and we'll speak to you soon. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for watching our video. We do aim to give you informed and intelligent information with which to make your investment decisions. So if you liked what you just saw, please give us a thumbs up. And if you wanna see more insightful, in-depth, honest, and unbiased interviews, then please click the subscribe button. So thanks again for watching, and we look forward to seeing you again soon.